0: all right uh fritz bergen bloodandfaith.com it's uh 16 february 20 24th weekend i wanted to talk about deception deception lies in deceit and uh, the bible talks a lot about that the bible talks about uh, a deceiver and uh, even more so than the tempter yes jesus went out into the wilderness and he was tempted by the devil he was tempted by the devil you know why he would he wasn't deceived by the devil the devil because jesus christ is truth incarnate you can't deceive truth incarnate Jesus Christ is truth and Jesus Christ is goodness Jesus Christ doesn't obey the truth Jesus Christ doesn't um, uh, strive to be good he is good Jesus Christ doesn't strive to obtain the truth or understand the truth or know the truth he is the truth He's literally the way, the truth, and the life. I put it this way in in a couple of more philosophical articles I've written. God is not God because God is good. God is not God because God is good. That's not it. That's not why God is God. God is good because God is God. God is good because God is God. God is not God because God is good. God does not try uh, try to uh, strive for some external standard of goodness. He is goodness. And whatever he is is good. And whatever he is is truth. He doesn't try to be truthful or try to be good or try to obtain this external standard. There is no external standard. Truth and goodness are personal to Jesus Christ. They're personal to Jesus Christ. It's not an external standard. Truth is not some external standard that God tries to measure up to, that Jesus Christ tries to measure up to. Goodness is not something that Jesus Christ, you know, wants to demonstrate. (laughs) He is goodness. He is the way. He's the truth. He's the life. He is the way and he is the truth. He is the goodness and he is the truth. It's not an external standard. So when Satan tempts Jesus Christ, devil didn't even try to deceive him. He said, I'll just I'll just tempt you. I'll just tempt you. I'll give you all this stuff, Jesus. If you'll just follow me. Very fascinating uh, that he would tempt Jesus Christ with uh, dominion over the nations of the world and all their glory, all their wealth, all the power, all the perquisites that go with being a world leader. If David had a harem of, I don't know, 50, I don't know what it was. I think Solomon had the big harem, actually. I mean, we'll just stop right there. If, if, if uh, Bill Clinton and Obama become rich after being the president, imagine the leader of the world, all not only ruling all the nations, but all the glory that pertaineth thereto. Satan tempted Jesus Christ, but Jesus said, "You stick it. It's all mine anyway. Stick it. I don't want your stuff. So who does Satan go to? He goes to the Jews. He goes to the Jews. So when people say, oh, the Jews are blessed because God blesses them. No, no, their God blesses them. Their God does bless them. <laughs> Satan blesses his children. Deception. We're going to talk about deception, deception, deception. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, let no one deceive you. Let no one deceive you in any way. Now, why would he warn that to the Christians? Uh, Because there's a danger of being deceived, even for the Christians. Let no one deceive you in any way. Why does Paul warn the Thessalonians this? Because there's a danger for Christians to be deceived. It's simple. Let no one deceive you. Why are you giving me that warning? That's like saying... Fritz, don't ever try to become six and a half feet tall. Just don't let let anybody make you do that. What? Why? Nobody, nobody, nobody does that to this man of very average height. It's not. It's not. It's not an issue. If somebody comes along, if Paul comes along, and he writes you in the Holy Scriptures, "Do not be deceived. Let no one deceive you." Ah, uh, maybe it's because there's a, a good chance that you can be deceived. <laughs> Second Thessalonians verse nine, the activity of he talks about the activity of Satan with false wonders, false wonders, false wonders, false wonders. Huh? Why would he talk about that if there's no false wonders? Huh? That doesn't make any sense at all. What do you mean false wonders? We're a sophisticated modern uh, society full of scientists. There's no false wonders. It's all true. Well, then why did Paul come along and say that Satan comes along with false wonders, false wonders? Don't be deceived by Satan's false wonders. Verse 11, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. God himself will send a deluding influence so that they will believe what is false. Now, the they in this term is not the Christians, but he still warns the Christians that Satan sends delusions and that the church can be deceived. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 I'm throwing this in as a bonus. Jesus Christ will return like a thief in the night. Revelation 16:15 Behold, I'm coming like a thief. You go read the gospels. He says I'm going to come back like a thief, baby. I'm coming back like a thief. You're not even going to know. You're going to have no idea. You're going to be it's 0300, baby. You're going to be sleeping away having your little Christian dreams and I'm going to show up like a thief in the night. You won't even know I'm there. You'll have no idea that I was coming at that time or that day or that hour. He says this over and over and over and over. Jesus Christ says this, and he says it to his church. He's not saying it to the pagans. He's saying it to his church. He says, listen, I'm coming like a thief in the night. I mean, I, I, I probably ought to go counties, but at least half a dozen times. Jesus says, I'm coming like a thief. He says it to his people. He says it to his church. I am coming like a thief in the night. Wonder why he said that. Huh. Gee, was he just trying to burn words? Was he just trying to fill up the stuff in the Bible? Hmm. Or is he going to show up like a thief in the night and the church is going to go holy mackerel? I, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's what Jesus Christ said. I'm coming like a thief in the night. He told his church. He told his people. He told his race. He told his children. I'm coming like a thief in the night. And yet, Christians will be caught with their shorts down. All right, bad analogy. I mean, he's telling the church this. He's not worried about the children of the devil. Well, I just didn't. I didn't know. Of course you didn't know. He said you weren't going to know. All right, moving right along. 2 John verse 7. There's only one one chapter there. Those who do not acknowledge that Jesus is the Christ, those who do not acknowledge that Jesus Christ is coming in the flesh. People acknowledge that Jesus the man came in the flesh, but not Jesus Christ. Christ is the anointed one. Christ is the Messiah. There's a lot of dudes named Jesus, named Jesus all around the world, especially in Mexico. Lots of Jesuses and Marias down there. This scripture says those who do not acknowledge that Jesus the Christ, the Christos, of God, the anointed one of God, the Messiah of God, has come in the flesh. This is the deceiver. This is the deceiver. This is the deceiver and the Antichrist. And the Antichrist. This is the deceiver. And 1 John 2, 22 says the same thing, essentially. Who does not acknowledge that the Christ has already come in the flesh? Well, biblically speaking, theologically speaking, there's only one group of people. This is long before the Muslims, long before the atheists. It's the Jew. Okay. Do do the Jews in the Bible ever recognize that Jesus is the Christ? They acknowledge He was there. Even their Talmud acknowledges that He was there, but the Talmud explicitly rejects Him as the the Christos of God, the Christ of God, the identity of the Jew is rooted in the rejection of Jesus Christ. The identity of the modern Jew and the ancient Jew is, 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 is born, is bred, is molded it, 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 with the foundation of the rejection of Jesus Christ. Go ask Saul. Go ask the apostle of Saul before he converted and became Paul. What what, what did he do? What did Paul, Saul do? He went out and he arrested Christians and advocated and voted for their murder. And like a good Jew, he let other people do the dirty work. How about that? How about that? Like a good Jew, he let other people actually pick up the stones and do the dirty work. So we could say, well, my hands are clean. I just, I I, I didn't do anything. So he stood by as they laid the cloaks at the feet of Saul Saul the Jew, Saul the Jew, Saul the Jew, Saul the Jew. What was their, what was their crime? They acknowledged that Jesus was the Christ who had come in the flesh. And they boldly proclaimed that Jesus is the Christ who came in the flesh. That's why Stephen is martyred. That's why all the Christians were martyred. That the Christos of God, the Christos of God has already come in the flesh. That is Jesus Christ. So Saul, the Jew, does what Jews do and they murder. Oh, oh French, you sound so anti-Semitic. Oh, you can't say that. Oh, honey, I'm just getting warmed up. We're just at the introduction those who do not acknowledge that Jesus Christ is coming in the flesh this is the deceiver this is the deceiver we're talking about deception today well who's the deceiver Uh, those people that don't acknowledge that the Christ has already come in the flesh well who would that be I just told you well you can't say that I just did oh we're just getting started the devil Revelation eighteen twenty three. All the nations were deceived by thy sorcery. But who's that? Who's the they? Who's the they? The sorcery of the great whore, the false wife. Point is, they were deceived, deceived, deceived by the sorcery. Revelation twenty verse eight. Satan will come out, and he will deceive the nations. Deceive the nations. Deceive the nations. He's a, de- a deceiver. He deceived Eve. What does Eve say? Very beginning of the story. Very beginning of the story. What does Eve say? He he said, (laughs) she hangs her head down. She said, yeah, Lord, he deceived me and I ate. He's all sheepish there. Jesus Christ shows up in the garden. It was Jesus Christ that showed up in the garden with Adam and Eve and and the devil. It was Jesus Christ. It wasn't God the Father. It was not God the Father. It was Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is in charge of this world. It was given to him by his Father. Jesus Christ is the creator of the world. All things came into being through Jesus Christ. No man has seen the Father. No man has seen the Father. Jesus said over and over and over, nobody's seen the Father. Dad will say, Well, we want to see the Father. He said, I've been with you so long and you don't understand that I'm in the Father and the Father's in me. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. The, the extent to which you're going to see the Father is Jesus Christ. Who did, who did Moses talk Well, Moses talked to God. Yeah, he talked to Jesus Christ. The Bible says he, he spoke with the Lord spoke with Moses face to face as a man speaks with a friend. Well, see, he spoke with God. The Father. No, no, no. He spoke with Jesus Christ, pre-incarnation. He spoke with the Alpha and the Omega. Satan is the deceiver more than the tempter. And I know, I know, it's an old movie. It's an old TV show. It's an old song. The devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. I just couldn't resist those cigarettes. They look so I had to have another cigarette. I got my cigarettes too, buddy. Everybody's got their cigarettes. If, if you don't have any cigarettes, you're lying. You're a liar. Some, some just got different kinds of cigarettes than others. We all got our issues, at least any human being I've ever known. I've known a couple that say, well, I don't know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty much like G. I've had <laughs> It's like you got things, you got cigarettes that you know not of, honey ain't nobody perfect I love Peter I love Peter he said Lord God he said Lord get away from me I'm a sinful man he's a commercial fisherman of course he's a sinful man spent some years doing that myself in Alaska mostly Alaska a little bit off the waters off of Washington State and out of Hawaii but uh, good years Revelation 12 verse 9 Satan who deceives the whole world. Okay, think of him less as a tempter because we're caught away by our own fleshly lusts and desires. We all are. But as the deceiver. Does he not show up as an angel of light? Satan, the deceiver. Satan, the deceiver. Satan, the deceiver. Who deceives the whole world. Revelation 12, verse 9. Revelation 13, verse 14. The beast deceives those who dwell on the earth. The beast deceives the de- deception. I'm trying to get at the whole deception. Now, why are they deceived? Why does God send a grand delusion? Because we want our sin. We want our independence. We don't want to be accountable to the creator. We don't want to be accountable to the judge of mankind, Jesus Christ. So we, when the deception comes along, like, oh, I'll take that. God, I love that. That's what happened to Eve. Satan comes along. He said, look, <laughs> here, honey, here's the deal. Eat this apple. You can be as wise as God. You don't have to answer to anybody. Oh, that sounds good to me. And so you participate in the deception. And, and Eve fessed up. She says, yeah, yeah. he deceived me and I ate. It, it goes from the beginning to the end, from Genesis through the Revelation. And, and we keep, you know, you've heard me talk about this, uh, criticizing the church as a morality cult. And believe me, I'm all for morality. I'm 100% for morality. Don't everybody, let anybody ever say that you know morality doesn't matter. Morality matters. But this isn't a morality cult that we joined. We've sworn blood oaths to a monarch. His name is Jesus Christ. We've sworn blood oaths and been baptized in the name and in the life and the death of Jesus Christ. Our loyalty is to our monarch, Jesus Christ. It's not a morality cult. Oh, I need to stop smoking my cigarettes. You know what? Join a 12-step program. Join a 12-step program. They're great. Join Alcoholics Anonymous, whatever your little thing is. This ain't a morality cult. We swore allegiance to our monarch, Jesus Christ, at the cost of our lives, if that's what it is. This is the oath we swore when we got baptized publicly in the name of Jesus Christ. Not, oh, I'm not going to smoke my cigarettes and get in the 12 step. All right. Revelation 13. The beast deceives those who dwell on the earth. All right. You're not ready for this, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. John 8:44. John eight forty four. but first I'm going to start with a little I'm going to give you a parable how about a parable you want a parable it's a horrible parable and forgive me if this is too much for you but a little girl was taken by an evil person and bad things unspeakable things were done to her and they found her body weeks later in a trash bag. And the parents come out, and, and the law enforcement comes out, and the press comes out, and they're horrified, rightly so. And they lament the fact that there is evil in the world. They lament the fact that this evil thing has been done to this person truly innocent girl and they're horrified that this evil exists in the world and the person that did this to them is in their midst keeping his mouth shut keeping his mouth shut keeping his mouth shut but the parents and the police And oppressed. For whatever reason. Deception. Cowardice. Cannot make the connection. Between the crime. And the criminal. They've been so conditioned. That it's wrong. To name the criminal. That they can't do it. They can't do it. And they're horrified. By the the crime but they can't go after the actual person that did this crime because that would be committing another crime in their deceived minds in their deceived minds it would be committing yet another crime so they can't do it they can't do it They are under this deception, and they are under this false accusation and guilt. And they've elevated the criminal to such a status that it couldn't be him. It couldn't be him. It's not possible for him to have done that. Because, well, this person, no, uh uh-uh. John chapter 8, verse 44. Jesus Christ, who is himself truth, who is himself goodness. God is not God because God is good. Don't ever let anybody tell you that. God is not God because God is good. God is good because God is God. Goodness is derivative of God. Truth is derivative of God. It's not something he strives to attain. Jesus Christ is speaking to the Jew. He's speaking to the Jew. He's speaking to the Jew. Oh, I want this to get through your heads. He's speaking to the Jew. John chapter 8, John chapter 7, John chapter 6, he speaks to the Jew. He says, you are of your father, the devil. What does the devil do? What does the devil do? Hmm. Hmm. What does the devil do? Oh, Oh. he tips. no, no. no. He deceives. And you want to do the desires of thy father. Thy father, who's the devil. He, the devil, was a murderer from the very beginning. And he does not stand in the truth. The devil does not stand in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. Who are the children of the devil? Oh, Jesus Christ just told us. He says to the Jews, you are of your father, the devil. You do his deeds. He was a murderer from the beginning. He does not tell the truth because there's no truth in him. Whenever he speaks, he speaks from his nature. For he is a liar. And he's the father of lies. Oh, that's pretty anti-Semitic. That's anti-Semitic. Jesus is an anti-Semite. Jesus is an anti-Semite. Jesus is an anti-Semite. Fine. Wear it. I'll wear that. get called out a lot. I've sworn an oath of loyalty to my God, my King, my Master, Jesus Christ. That includes every word he ever said. Without apology. Don't ever, ever, ever say you're not an anti-Semite because... All you do is play into the guilt and the manipulation of the children of the deceiver. Oh, but you can't say that. You can't say that they're the deceiver. You can't say that. That would be. And that little girl. Who's going to stand for that little girl? Who's going to stand for that little girl? And turn around and look the guy in the face and said, "You did it. Here's a rope. We're stringing you up today." today, oh but then you you'd be you would be anti-something or other or an ist. you'd be an IST. Later on, John chapter 8 verse 55. here's Jesus Christ. He's speaking to the Jews. He's speaking to the Jews. He said, if I say that I do not know him, who? God the Father? He said, if I, if I say that I don't know him, God the Father, I will be a liar like you, like you, like you, like you. Who's you? The Jew. Oh, but I know, I know a Jew and he's really nice. Listen, I'm flat out telling you, you give me a choice. I'm siding with what Jesus Christ says at the cost of everything. I'm siding with what Jesus Christ said. I'm not making excuses for Satan and his children. I'm not going to do it. Oh, but he's not so bad. He here's what happened to Saul. Saul repents. He changes his name, and he spends the rest of his life denouncing Judaism and its influencers, and its in the influences of Judaism. He comes out and he says this. He says the Jews murdered Jesus Christ. They murdered the prophets. They're hostile to all mankind. Now, I want if you, I want your little friend, the Jew, to say that out of his mouth. I don't care how many crosses he wears around his neck. There's one Jew I know that will say that. Well, there's two. One is Paul. There's another guy. He's a Jewish guy, and he wears a big black robe. You've probably seen him on the Internet, big cross. <laughs> and he will literally quote St. Paul, First Thessalonians 2, 14 through 16, over and over and over again. There's a Jew that's converted. Uh, Revelation 2, verse 8. Again, Jesus Christ. He's speaking to a European and Christian church, the church in Smyrna. This is Western Anatolia. These were European colonies. These are Greek and Roman colonies. He speaks to them in Greek, European language, by the way. And Jesus Christ, he says, I know your sufferings. He says, and I know the blasphemy, the blasphemy of those who say they're Jews. Now, here's a little bonus Bible study for you. Go through in the book of Revelation and read about the blasphemy. And read the, the, the beast in Daniel chapter 7 about the arrogance and the blasphemy. And here we have Jesus Christ talking about the blasphemy of the Jew. The blasphemy of the, the blasphemy of the Jews. I know the blasphemy of those who say they are Jews and are not. So when you hear Fritz Bergen at bloodandfaith.com talking about Jews as identity thieves and frauds, I get it from Jesus Christ. I get it from my master. Well, you can't say it. No, I can say that. Jesus Christ said that. Uh, the Bible talks more about Jew than born again. Do your math. Do the math. Do the math. Go look at the book of Acts. See how many times it talks about Jew? Uh, Eighty times. Eighty times. How many times it talks about born again in the New Testament? Maybe the phrases used twice in the book of John. John 3:16 and later later on in, in the, the second or third chapter of John it's referred to in the prophets it's referred to in Jeremiah it's referred to in Ezekiel doesn't use the term born again but it's referred to. the prophets prophesied of being born again, having that heart changed from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. prophets told us about it but the Bible talks way more about Jew than that term born again. I wonder why? Huh, you think God was trying to tell us something? Oh, but we can't accept Jesus Christ if he criticizes the person that hurt that little girl. I know the blasphemy, the blasphemy of those who say that are Jews, but are not, but are of the synagogue of Satan, said Jesus Christ, said Jesus Christ. Who I who've, I've, have sworn an oath of allegiance to forever. Forever. That's what a Christian does. That's why we get baptized, publicly baptized, and we confess his name. And if the Jews don't hate you, something's wrong. You show me in the Bible where the Jews love Jesus Christ and loved and supported the apostles. The only one are those who reject their, their identity as a Jew. And it can come out and say these Jews, they're of the cynic, syne- they're, they're, well, here's Jesus Christ. I mean, just, you know, I, I won't belabor it. Yeah, I know, I know. Paul said, well, I'm a Jew. I said, okay, I got that. But you know what he also said? He said they're hostile to all mankind and they murdered Jesus Christ and the prophets. Revelation 3, verse 19. He's writing Jesus Christ. He's speaking to the Christian and European church in Philadelphia, Western Anatolia colony of europeans it's very fascinating in the bible and the new testament there is no epistle to a non-european church none there is no epistle to a non-european church none doesn't exist there is no epistle to a church in india or africa or china does not exist there is no epistle to the church in jerusalem doesn't exist they're all to european churches thessalonica Galatians. Galatians was full of Gauls. You know where the Gauls are from? Northern France, Belgium? That's where the Gauls are from. They have to migrate down there to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. They didn't know it. that They are driven from their home in Gaul, a portion of them, and they went down in Anatolia, in Galatia, as Gauls, as Europeans, as white men. Well, my pastor never told me that. I know. That's why you're here at bloodandfaith.com. Behold, I will cause those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews. Who say that they are Jews. The people that are calling themselves Jews that are of the synagogue of Satan. If they're, if they're calling themselves Jews, they're of the synagogue of Satan. But they're not. But they lie. What does that mean? They're not the biological offspring of Israel. And even if they were, even if they were, they ain't no better than Judas Iscariot. They literally become anti-Christ when you reject Jesus as the Christos of God. I will make them who the Jew, the Jew, come And bow down at your feet. Who? The white European Christian. Hello? I will make these false Jews come and bow down at the feet of the white European Christian and make them know that I have loved you. That I have loved you. Why do you think there's a genocide against the white man? led by the synagogue of Satan. Revelation 3.9 Behold, I will cause those of the synagogue of Satan who call themselves Jews, but are not, but lie very, very clear over and over and over but are not, but lie, but are not, but lie, but are not, but lie I will make them come and bow down at thy feet and make them know that I have loved you. Who, It's said that the Christian church or the hands and feet and mouth of Jesus Christ in this world. What does that make the synagogue of Satan? What does that make the devil's children? And who are the devil's children according to Jesus Christ? Oh, I know. I know. It's a big pill to swallow. It's a big pill to swallow. I know. I know. You're going to be called all the dirty names. I know, I know, they might treat you like they treated Jesus Christ. And I'm preaching to myself, okay? I'm not, I'm not any better than anybody else. It took me a long time coming to this. They might treat you uh, like they treated Jesus Christ, like they treated Stephen, like they treated Paul, who was a Jew and repented and becomes, changes his name. He rebuked the other disciples for falling back into Judaic practices, rebuked them publicly. I mean, he fought against this stuff. Read the book of Galatians. And he says, hey, the Jews, man, they're the enemies of all mankind. They prevent people from hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ. What do Jews do? They do what their father does. What does their father do? He deceives and he lies. Look, you want, you, you want to make America great again? You want to solve your problems in Sweden? Look, the problem is deep. It's very deep. And it's not a matter of, and God bless everybody that's trying to clean up the election rolls. But it's a matter of changing our thinking, and it's got to start in the pulpit. It's got to start in the pulpit. The pulpiteers have got no excuse because they got the word of God. Waking up is going to be hard, but this is what it's going to take. Waking up hard because we're going to pay a price for it, like Stephen did, like Paul did. Was he whipped thirty-nine times? Thirty-nine times, five times he received the lash. Five times he received the lash. Thirty-nine whips. <laughs> Ask James ask jeremiah doesn't doesn't start doesn't start with jesus christ it goes back to all the prophets who were murdered by the jews all right that's enough fritzburgerbloodandfaith.com